With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sari Kolia here and welcome again to another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. This is episode number 191. Thank you to those who are listening through the different platforms, iTunes, Teachers, Spreaker, CastBox, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of them. And also to those who are watching this through YouTube, thank you for your support. Thank you for spending time with me. Now, now that we started October, now that we are at the start of, uh, in this case, the fall, it started a few days ago. It is time to look at the movies of the fall, the movies that are really interested on, the ones that I'm excited about, the ones that I'm really looking forward to watch, because I do believe that there are great movies coming our way. Now, the summer was interesting. There were a lot of great movies. I had the chance to watch almost all of them. The only one, uh, only movies that I didn't get the chance to watch was Free Guy, which I'm disappointed, but I'm going to watch as soon as I get a chance. Uh, whether it's digitally, I think. I think still in the theaters, which is amazing. But I haven't had the opportunity to go and watch it. Uh, but I will. And uh, The Green Knight is another film that I didn't get an opportunity to go and watch it at the theater. But I'll get the chance. Everything else that I talk on my... It's one of my you know, my episodes in the podcast where I talk about all the upcoming uh, summer films that I was excited about. I got the chance to watch all of them, all the TV shows. And there were a lot of disappointments, I'm telling you. There were a lot of things that I wasn't excited, you know, that I was excited about, and ultimately they didn't deliver as promised. You have Snake Eyes. I didn't really like the film as much. You know, I was disappointed with it. Uh, another one, The Suicide Squad, didn't get the chance. Well, I did. I got the chance to watch, but I didn't get a chance to review it. Uh, I will review it at some point, maybe even before I do this podcast. Who knows? So you can stay. I have the link for you. But I'm telling you. Um, I wasn't crazy about it. Um, also, uh, there were so many films. Uh, the, the stuff, of course, Revelations, the Masters of the Universe on Netflix. I was disappointed with that. And there were some surprises. Uh, I was really pleasantly surprised with The Legend of Chang-Chi. I think it was a great film. Uh, I was also, I think, surprised by uh, Space Jam 2. Um, I was not expecting much of it. Uh, I, I was entertained, mildly entertained, and that's enough for me because, to be honest with you, the first one was the same thing to me. It was never like the crazy... I was never crazy about it. So there were a co couple of things there, and there were some things that were really terrible. Like, I would say uh, F9. I was... It's expected. You know, it was a terrible film. It was terrible. I was laughing at how stupid it was. And I watched it with my wife here at home, and I was like, man, this is horrible. But it is what it is. It's another one in the franchise. But now that we are just, again, now that we are in the, at the start of the fall and heading towards the holiday season, there are a lot of movies that, in my opinion, are great. And there are TV shows also that are great. And I want to really show, share with you what I think are the best of the best or the things that you have to pay attention to. If you're a geek like me and you like the geeky stuff, then definitely there's a lot of great options for you. Now, first, we need to start with the one that is just coming. It's this weekend, and we have Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's, uh, of course, October 1st. And I'm telling you, the film, you know, I will tell you this. The first film, and I reviewed it in the channel, uh, probably when, when it came out, 
I wasn't crazy about it. It was a big blockbuster. It made a lot of money and it was not the, even the greatest film. Um, but I'm looking forward to this one. Looks more interesting. I think what it hurts Venom is the fact that you don't, there's a connection with Spider-Man, but you don't see a Spider-Man there. And it's a character that has always been linked to Spider-Man. So you would like to see him. But of course they're doing the solo stuff as he was in the nineties when he was doing his own solo comics. So Tom Hardy reprising the role, uh, which I like. At least there's continuity there. Uh, we have also Michelle Williams returning. But the interesting part is, of course, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy as uh, the Carnage. And that's going to be an interesting thing. The guy has always been crazy. Always give me the creeps for some reason. In everything he does, he does this maniacs. He, he's so good at doing maniacs. And I think he's going to do a really uh, a great interpretation of of carnage of course in the previous film he was with this little wig and he looks so funky and now the wig is gone so that's good uh, but i'm really looking forward to it um i'm not really have my hypes you know my hopes so high that i'm thinking it's going to be amazing but it's going to be entertaining i think i think the cgi all of that looks you know good i would say that i'm not too crazy about the design of venom in the movie but i think the design of carnage is on point so we'll see and i'm really looking forward to that one now, the next one on the line that I'm really looking forward in October, October 8th, to be exact, No Time to Die. James Bond, No Time to Die. This is the 25th film in the franchise, and this is The Farewell of Daniel Craig. And I'm telling you, looking forward to this film. Daniel Craig, to me, is James Bond. I really like the guy. Of course, I grew up really admiring, you know, everyone that was before it. There were so many great uh, James Bonds over the years, and to be honest... It's Sean Connery would be always the most iconic, in my opinion. And there were so many. Um, but Daniel Craig has really earned the badge as the best, in my opinion, in the sense of performance-wise and the quality of the films and the maturity of the films and definitely the closest thing to the book. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, of course, he's, it's a surprise that he came back and he was definitely retired from it. But he gave it a last chance. And the trailer, of course, it was supposed to be out last year. But for everything with the COVID, we didn't get the chance. But I'm really looking forward to it. The trailer looks great. It's the tone that I like James Bond. I like this mature tone. There's a couple of things that I would say some people will take as political correctness. You know, of course, you have uh, strong female characters there. And some people even I was reading in, in, in some media outlets. You know how it is in social media. A lot of fake news, but you get a lot of that talking about that they, they're looking for a female James Bond. Of course, that creates a lot of conflict. People are fighting, arguing. I definitely would like for the studio, and I don't know if that's true or not. It's just a lie or whatever. But the thing is, is I think James Bond has always been a male-centric character, and it should stay like that. You know, you cannot really change it, in my opinion. No, it's not like you're trying to change characters or it's the films that have been created for women. You know, they are created for women for that purpose, and James Bond has been created always for male viewers and a lot of female also enjoy the character my wife enjoys the character but it's a male-centric character and i don't think if you bring a in this case a female character to portray the bond or the agent 07 it will make a you know like a, an impact the same way that's always done so i feel that sometimes you have to leave franchises the way it is if you want to bring a female into something then create those characters and just create those films. And that's about it. You know, that's how I feel about it. And I don't want to really dive into it, into that rabbit hole in this video, but it's just the way it is. I'm really looking forward to the film, excited for it. Now, the next one that I'm really interested uh, interested uh, to watch is Dune. This one is coming out October 22nd, and the trailer was really good. Um, the, I think the first second trailer, I think there's a second trailer now, 
but I was inspired by it. I think the trailer is great. Now, the original film, of course, based on the novel, it, it was, in my opinion, an interesting book. I remember watching it back in the day, and I was it was an interesting movie. Uh, even though it didn't do so well, critically, and uh, also in the box office, it was a, a film that became a cult classic. A lot of people uh, of my generation really enjoyed that film. It was an interesting um you know, film, you know, and it was 1984 when it came out and it really left a mark in me because I didn't know anything. Of course, you know, I was, uh, it was very young. I didn't, I didn't know anything about the novel. I didn't know anything about Dune, but it really in, it impacted me because of what they did. I think it was too advanced for its time, even as a film, the novel was advanced for its time. Now, this one is going to cover the first half of the book which, of course, we're going to get a second part, and I don't know if it's going to be a trilogy. Who knows? But the thing is this, really looking forward, I think you are creating a setting stage for a really a, a nice story, a great franchise, a comeback, and it has a stellar cast. That's another thing that this film has. There's so many great actors and actresses portraying different parts. It's going to be, a, in my opinion, a fantastic film, and it's going to attract a lot of viewers. So I think a lot of people are excited for it. A lot of people that don't know anything about the original film or particularly young generation now, they, they never watched the original film or they never read the book. I think it's going to bring a lot of fans into this franchise, so into the story. So that's exciting to see. So really looking forward to it. Now, now thinking about November, like going to November, of course, Eternals. Eternals, I'm really looking forward to it. The Legend of Chanchi was really good, in my opinion. The way it was managed, the introduction of this character was well done. And that's something that I would say the MCU does well for the most part. The introductions are great. And the Eternals are, are characters that really are so obscure for a lot of people that do not read comics. Of course, they're super obscure. Even for comic book readers, some comic book readers don't even know much about the Eternals. So really, this is a great addition to the cosmic adventures and to the cosmic stuff that Marvel is so well known for in the comics. There's a vast richness in the stories and these characters that can be used for years. And of course, I, I you can see that Marvel is diving into it more and more with a lot of the stuff that they're doing with the multiverse and all that kind of stuff. So this is something that I'm really looking forward to it. Now, the tone of the, in this case of the trailers is a bit dry in my opinion. I seen this stuff a little bit dry, so hopefully it's not as dry. Yeah, you want maturity in the content, pretty much in the content here. But at the same time, you have to understand the context of the stories. And these characters, you know, these are not just your regular average Joes. These are characters that in, in many in many ways pretty much are almost gods. You know, they're an alien race that are, you know, pretty much eternal. So it's something that is, it, I'm glad that they're bringing these characters. I'm glad that they are also in this way, also paying homage to the memory of Jack Kirby. They created these amazing characters. They are really strange in so many ways, but they have, there's so much you can take out of them. So really looking forward to it, November 5th. November 5th and, you know, I cross in my, my fingers, so I, I wish this is going to be a great uh, introduction to the characters. Now, November 6th, and I'm going now into a, a show, and in the, like, I think a mini-series that is created by Netflix that is interesting. I just saw the trailer a few days ago, and I, I was blown away by the trailer. I didn't even know this existed. Uh, and I really don't know much about this name by League of Legends, but Arcane, based on League of Legends, coming out November 6th and, and, and Netflix exclusive through it. And I'm telling you, um, it's, of course, based again on the video game that you asked me about the video game. I don't know any, I know anything about it. I don't care about the video game. I really don't pay attention to it. But seeing the trailer and the art 
that is in the trailer. It's so beautifully done. And I will tell you one thing with Netflix, there are, you know, a lot of the shows, a lot of the, the, in this case, the animation, a lot of the things that Netflix does, they're hit or miss, you know, most of it. You know, the vast majority of the stuff, I would say 75% of the stuff always misses the mark. But that 25% that is left, it's always of greatness. And there's something about the show. I don't know what it's going to be. Definitely feels young and perhaps it's just more directed towards a younger audience. Of course, younger than I, maybe half my age. But at the same time, it feels good. I love the art. It's just the whole trailer lasted like three minutes. It was so beautifully drawn. The quantity of the art is there. And now I feel more intrigued about the story. I want to watch it. I don't care about the video game. I'm definitely never going to play it, even if I watch this and I like this. But just the show alone looks really good and interesting. And definitely, I'm telling you, you need to pay attention. Arcane, League of Legends, November 6th on Netflix. And it's going to be divided in three parts or something. Like they've been doing the same with Transformers, things like that. Just like uh, first part, second part, all that. So it's going to be different episodes, I think. I think it's going to be three episodes per per season or per you know in this case per act that's how they call it in netflix so we'll see how it goes but it looks good the art looks great now moving on now november 19 we have ghostbusters afterlife was supposed to be out last year i'm a big fan of ghostbusters and i many well in this case they are adding this as the third film in the franchise because the previous one with the female cast it's like they're scratching it completely out you know, to be honest with you, I like that. I review that one. It's a very contested film. I like the female cast for some reason. I enjoy it. My wife loves it. And I enjoy it too. It was funny for what it was. To me, it was just a spinoff. That's all it was. And I'm glad with the spinoff. And to the fact that Sony and, you know, they tried to erase it after they are the ones actually they put the money down for it. To me, it's like it's stupid, you know, the way they did it. It's just they wash their hands because a lot of fans can be toxic. That's just bottom line. You know, people just want things certain way. You know, I'm a big fan of, uh, in this case, the Ghostbusters. I've been watching the Ghostbusters since the original. You know, I watch it in the movie theater, both of them. I love them. You know, I watch, you know, the real Ghostbusters. Uh, I love that's my favorite cartoon growing up. You know, I have the toys lines. You know, I still collect toys. I still collect a lot of stuff from for Ghostbusters. I have played the video games, love the video games. You know, I have done over the years. I have done so much with Ghostbusters, the comics. I'm a big fan of the Ghostbusters comics, the different uh, studios that have been produced, you know, producing it now with IDW. It's just to me, Ghostbusters is something that I have so dearly in my heart. You know, like I keep so dear there. Uh, It's just I love the franchise. So I'm really looking forward to this film because definitely, you know, having Paul Rudd there too as well. I love the, the guy, you know, he's great. But bring in the old cast because almost everyone is going to be there. And just kind of reprising with a new generation with children. I, I like it. Even if the film is not the greatest thing, I'm still going to have fun with it because it's Ghostbusters. It's just the way it is. That's how I feel. And again, you know, I may be biased about it. But just having the Ghostbusters again is just a great thing. Really looking forward to it. I was re- really looking forward to it last year, but now I'm excited that it's coming this year. And it's coming close to Halloween, which is, I think, the, one of the best times to do it between the holiday season and all that. It's always great to watch Ghostbusters. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Now, November 19, the same weekend, there's something else that's coming to Netflix. And definitely this is, is I'm really intrigued by it. And this day, Cowboy Bebop, Serious, you know, in this case, for you know, the animation, this is going to be a live action uh, film or serious. And I mean, I'm telling you, it looks great. I know a lot of pay- people are hating it because people, like, a lot of people like to be purists and they want things to remain the same. 
I love Cabo Bebop. I think it's a phenomenal show. The, definitely the movie was felt great. All of the stuff that is Cabo Bebop, I enjoy the art. The animation is fantastic. Definitely uh, is it's one of what you consider some of the best animations or the best animes and all of that. You have to think about Cabo Bebop. I like what they're doing. And I just saw the trailer. Well, in this case, they have the intro to the show. They have it on, on Netflix, on YouTube. You can watch it. I'll have the link maybe for you. Man, it just pays homage to the introduction of this show, and it's super, super cool. I like it. Yes, some people will fight about appearances, about if this guy looked the part or not, if the girl looks the part or not. You know, doesn't matter. I'm really looking forward to it. It, it feels, it looks good. I think at least the aesthetics, they have it pan out. And of course, you cannot really resemble the characters on the anime because at the end of the day, Anime is done in a certain way where everything is so elongated. You're not going to have this type of people. There's no one that looks like that. But they are really close to it, and they're trying to respect that. And whether it fails or not, I think they're trying to do the first, the, first, the right thing, which in the beginning is always about the aesthetics. And that introduction to the show is just perfection. It is done to perfection. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, moving on, December. Now, December is going to be very interesting. First, we have a Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17. And this is the uh, third Spider, uh, Spider-Man movie in this franchise with Tom Holland. Also, we have Zendaya. We have Benedict Cumberbatch uh, reprising his role as Doctor Strange. It looks good. And not only that, what is great is the fact that he has this connection with all the Spider-Man movies that we had in the past. So how is going to be this? A lot of things that I, we haven't seen yet. We, there's a lot of stuff that has been given to us. Through the trailers, you know, like Dr. Octopus and all of that. But I think there's a lot of surprises that are going to come in this film. And people are so excited. This is going to be a big movie, in my opinion. It's going to hit really well. Because people are excited. There are a lot of fans of the different ver- variations. Whether you're a Tobey Maguire fan or Garfield fan. And, of course, now Tom Holland. So it's bringing all these different generations together in this multiverse. And it really looks interesting. So really looking forward to that. Uh, anything that the MCU does in any level to me is always interesting. You know, I'm just a geek for Marvel stuff. You know that I'm biased about Marvel stuff uh, to the point. You ask me what is more, what I do have preference in, in any franchise is always going to be Marvel. Maybe followed by Star Wars and everything else. And DC is somewhere there, but it's not as close as Marvel. To me, Marvel is just as always has in my heart more than DC ever did. And still love DC. I really am a a fan of DC stuff. But I'm telling you, I think, you know, watching Spider-Man, to me, it's amazing because I grew up reading the comics. My favorite character as a kid was always Spider-Man and uh, from the Marvel Universe. Batman was for DC. But I'm telling you, just watching the stuff that they're doing and the craziness that they're doing with the character, it's amazing. So I'm excited for that one. Now, also in December 17th, the same weekend, we're going to have the second season of The Witcher on Netflix. And I'm excited because the first season was amazing, in my opinion. It was phenomenal. It was great. And really interested to see uh, how they're going to do it in the second season. The trailer, I just saw it two, a few days ago, was amazing. I, I, I like the tone of the, the how they are handling, the, uh, in this case, the show, the story. It looks really good. Of course, Henry Cavill, has I, he does great as The Witcher. Uh, definitely, he is really good. So I'm excited. You know, now the, the expanding on the story. Also, if you know the video game, then definitely you know the story. You know the novels. Everything is expanded here. And that is great. So that's another thing that is excited for me. And on that weekend, definitely after I, I probably watch Spider-Man, I'll be watching the show. I've been enjoying that weekend, the show. Now, December 22nd, we have The Matrix Resurrection. And I'm, I'm excited for it. 
because some of the best movies in my opinion that have enjoyed the best trilogy that i was a big fan for a long time really i'm still am i have the you know the, the blu-rays the dvds all of that is the matrix and seeing keanu Reeves reprising this role of a phenomenal franchise i'm excited for it now he looks like john wick on the trailer it's like john wick uh, now uh, reprising the role uh, here as the one but it's good. I'm excited for it. We don't really know much about it. Of course, we know we have Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Jada uh, Pinkett Smith is also reprising her role. So we have this, and it's exciting to see again. Would it be as good as the first one, or even the you know the second and the third one would not as quickly accept accepted, but people like it. I like the whole trilogy. I like the concept of it. But would this be as the same level as those? Who knows? Nobody knows. But the trailer has the right tone first because it doesn't give you a lot of cues uh as they did with the original because when they they presented the original film they didn't give you a lot of cues you didn't know exactly what you were watching there was no expectation and i think they want to keep it at the same level with this one and i think on that they has the right tone this comeback is just amazing out of the left field you know we knew that it was coming but we didn't have anything and the trailer just came out just now just recently which it adds to the surprise and the expectation. So definitely this is a film that I am going to watch at the movie theater. I'm going to the movie theater to watch that weekend because, it, I don't know, I'm, I'm intrigued by it. And I don't want to hear commentary before I watch it. I just want to watch it first and make my own mind in regards to it. And this, uh, uh, you know, it's interesting for me. Now, December 22nd, the same weekend is going to be busy. You're also going to get The Kingsman. And The Kingsman was supposed to come out last year, a year ago, also during the Christmas season. It's based on The Secret Service by Mark Miller and uh, Dave Gibbons, which is good. And it definitely this is the third installment on the Kingsman franchise, movie franchise. And also it's going to serve as a prequel to the, the last two. Interesting. I like the trailer. Uh, I like all the spirit type of things. And one thing I will tell you with now with Mark Miller, you know, there are things that he does that um, are great. You know, some things that he has done, you know, they're, they're phenomenal. Some things that, you know, he... The things that I read over the years that he creates are stories that I like. There's stuff that I don't like. And, and, you know, he is a hit or miss when it comes about stuff that he produces for TV or, you know, in this case, for TV shows and all that, like Jupiter's Legacy that was not well received this year in Netflix. But um, Kingsman has been a very successful franchise, movie franchise, and definitely there's a lot of interesting aspects of this one. So this is another one that I'm going to look at. I'm not going to look. I don't think I'm going to watch it at the movie theater that weekend, of course, because I'm going to watch uh, The Matrix, but definitely I'm going to watch maybe uh, uh, a week down the road or something, but I'm going to watch it because I really like that and definitely like the tone of it. Now, another one, and now we come into the last of this list, the what I'm really expecting. I don't know if it's going to happen. Nobody really knows, but it's the book of Boba Fett. Uh, that is supposedly coming out in December, and this is will be another kind of spin-off, but at the same time a continuation because it's based in chapters at the same time of The Mandalorian. And that is one that, in my opinion, it's interesting. Uh, it's set supposedly for December, but they don't have a date in yet, so it may not even come out in December. It might just come out until January or even after that next year. But I'm really interested. Definitely I love uh, Tamura Morrison portraying, of course, Boba Fett, um, I like the guy, you know, he, he has an, a, you know, a good job and definitely he was interesting on the Mandalorian, the last season of the Mandalorian. And then Ming-Na Wen, of course, portraying uh, Fennec Shand, which is really cool. 
I think she's great doing that. So this is going to be more city. You know, the Mandalorian has the city type of thing. You know, it feels like like back in, you know, a little dark, of course, kind of Western style, dirty, hairy type of thing. But I feel with this characters, you can even go deeper into it, make it more city because this, these guys are just, you know, you know, killers for hire. So there is going to be good. These bounty hunters are just, you know, at the underbelly of things. So I'm excited for it. Definitely. I, I hope it comes out in December, if not next year. But, you know, we haven't seen, you know, a trailer yet, but that's what the day that is scheduled for. So that's another thing that we have to pay attention. Of course, it's coming out on Disney Plus. I'm telling you guys, I'm excited for what is to come. I think, you know, it's been hard for a lot of people. I know many of you haven't had the opportunity to go to the movie theater in a long time because depending on where you're from, you know, there's a lot of limitations. Some places where I live, we don't have that. There's restrictions as heavy. Uh, but yeah, going to the movie theater is an experience. At the same time, it feels weird because, um, you know, it's a strange, you know, even though, and I'm telling you, I'm always been a fan. I don't like to go when everything is crowded. I hate crowds. So in movie theaters and, you know, I'm a city boy, so I don't, I'm okay with people around me. But when it comes about going to the movie theaters, I like to be alone uh, and I enjoy it when there's less people. So normally when I go to watch movies, I like to go, if I'm going on the weekend, I'm going to the matinee on Saturday because it's the best time for me to go. I feel that it's less people. I, there's no crowds during the week. Also choose some, if I have to go through the, throughout the week, I go in the days that I feel that there's less people, less people to worry about. But it's been strange because even on, on, on some some nights and sometimes I feel that there's not a, it's something so different now about movie theaters. If you go if you go to in your town and they're allowed, you know, the movie theaters to operate it's very strange because it's a, the atmosphere has changed. A lot of things have changed the way they do things, the way you you pay for your stuff. Now everything is online. You pay for your tickets. You really don't talk to nobody at the box off and the, at the box office. You go straight. You scan your stuff. You move on. If you buy something, there's limited in the stuff they sell. You know, everything is more protected. You know, everything is clean, which is good. But at the same time, there's like this atmosphere that it used to be is no longer there. And definitely uh, people go to the movie theater. But now it's more, it's different. There's something has changed. And a lot of people are not even going. And a lot of stuff is going now to straight to digital. So, you know, it, it's hard for this uh, uh, businesses to operate. But at the same time, it's something about going for me that I really enjoy. And it's something that it, I'm just planning for it all the time. You know, when I'm ready to watch a film, I buy the tickets online. I prepare for it. You know, I rest or whatever so I can go and watch it. Eat good breakfast, whatever. Go there, drink some soda, eat some popcorn. I just have some a good time and definitely gives I, I'd rather go when I'm rested because it allows me to really see more and to enjoy more and definitely feel that I can my mind can rest while I'm watching, but at the same time I, I take in everything in my mind is it's just really dissecting the detail. And I think that's the good the good thing. So really looking forward to a lot of these films. Regardless of what the pandemic has done, I think the opportunity still we have to find ways to entertain ourselves. We have to find ways to to have a good time. And the movie theater still, for me, has always been a viable option for it. Um, it's not as cheap as it used to be, but definitely it's an option that you're still there. And sometimes I, I prefer to do that than doing other things. You know, I think is I'd rather go to movie theater to watch a film than going to a restaurant and talk with friends. Even though, you know, it's good to talk with friends. Sometimes I'd rather just be by myself at the movie theater enjoying a film. It's just the way it is for me. Of course, everyone is different. But what is your opinion, my friends? What do you think about these films? Are you excited for any of them? You're looking forward to them uh, or you're not happy about it? If there's one that I miss that you're looking forward to, and uh, let me know in the comments below. You're watching this in YouTube. You listen to the, 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 to the platforms uh, through the 
you're listening through the different platforms, iTunes, Teacher, Speaker, CastBook, all of them, you can come to Facebook, you can come to Twitter, you can come to Instagram. Uh, the links are in the description. Let me know what you think about it. You can come to YouTube and let me know what you think about it. My friends, I want to say thank you very much for your support. Thank you for still listening, for still watching this podcast. The reason why I'm doing this is because your support. If you watch, if a person watches, then I continue on. If nobody watches, then definitely it's time for us to retire this podcast. But the, the, the reason I'm still doing this after so long, you know, this is how this, this episode, I almost get into the mark of the 200 episode. It's because your support It's because you're paying attention. And I like that, you know, not because I'm looking for the attention, you know, it's because, you know, at least we, I can have a conversation and people are willing to listen to it. So it is the way it is. My friends, God bless you. Take care. And I will talk to you again. Bye-bye.